What's up, guys? This is Jeremy Platt, and you're listening to Between the Tackles. You have to be kidding me. That is impossible. I've ever seen. He has one defender to beat. He's going to cut it back to the inside. Yes, he will. And that is a touchdown. Down the sideline. He will go. Touchdown. One day you'll look back on your life and appreciate the struggle and have nothing but gratitude for everything that happened along the way. What's up, everyone? My name is Jeremy Platt, and today we're doing a draft recap show and to help me out we have justin platt from friday football frenzy yeah i'm really happy to be back thank you for having me we've got a packed show for you guys today we're going to go into the best pick of each division and each team best fit the sleeper pick the steal of the draft our least favorite picks and who had the best draft and which team had the worst draft so we're going to start off in the afc conference and the afc east division so jeremy give us your best pick yeah so my best pick of the afc east was the Dolphins selecting Tua Tagovailoa, the quarterback from Alabama, with the fifth overall pick. Tua was my number two quarterback. Early on, he was my number one quarterback in the draft. Um, He's amazing at reading a defense. He knows how to manipulate the defenders into getting an open receiver with his eyes. His feet and his eyes are aligned, which I love from my quarterback. Um, His teammates love him, and the big knock on him was he had a big injury to end his college career. But he's coming back from that strong. He's at 100% now. And I love the Dolphins selecting Tua Tonga Vailoa. All right. Give me your best fit from the division. So from the AFC East, my best fit was Zach Moss, the running back from Utah, going to the Buffalo Bills. Zach Moss is a hard-nosed runner. He's, a, he's also patient. And overall, he fits exactly what the Bills want to do. The, the Buffalo Bills are known for having that cold weather. You know, Buffalo is a small town. And they like to pound you. And that's what Zach Moss does. And he compliments Devin Singletary perfectly. Okay. Of the New England Patriots, the Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins, and the New York Jets, who got the best sleeper out of this draft? Um, my, my best sleeper was the Dolphins. They got this guy, Robert Hunt. He's a guard. And they got him in the second round. And he's a guy who will, he's almost like a, a smaller school, Quinton Nelson. He'll absolutely like demolish you. He'll, and he's the, with them selecting Tua Tagovailoa, they need to get him some protection. And that is exactly what Robert Hunt's going to give him. Who is your least favorite pick from this division? Um, my least favorite pick was Austin Jackson. It's not that it wasn't a good value. I'm just not extremely high. Austin Jackson is the tackle from USC. You know, I didn't think he had a lot of power. That being said, he did d- amazingly donate bone marrow to his sister who needed it. But I thought he struggled a lot at USC this year, and I didn't think he was worth the first-round pick. A lot of the national media did, but they got him, I believe, 18th overall. All right. So of this division, which team do you think had the best draft? Oh, hands down for me, it was the New York Jets. Um, the Jets got, first in the first round, they got Mekhi Becton, who's a perfect fit for what the Jets want to do at offensive tackle. Last year, Le'Veon Bell didn't have a run over 25 yards, and... Mackay Becton is dominant in the run game. Um, the, in the second round, they, they traded back and still got Denzel Mims, who was extremely high on a lot of teams' boards. He's insane. He's the wide receiver from Baylor. Uh, he's insanely athletic. He can jump. He can out-jump you, and he can outrun you, and he's six foot four. 
And then um, in the third round, they got Ashton Davis, a ball hawk safety from um, California, Berkeley. Um, and he's a perfect complement for Jamal Adams and Marcus May. Yeah, I really love the Jets draft. I, I personally, I love Denzel Mims. I think he's going he's gonna to jump out this year at a lot of people and people are going to know his name. Uh, I really enjoyed what the Miami Dolphins did. I think they got their guy. Tank for two was in full swing and, you know, it finally came to fruition. So I, I'm very happy they got their guy. Yeah, I think that's interesting because it's not like they had a two and 14 year. I, I believe they still had five wins and they had the fifth overall pick and they still got their guy into a Tonga Vailoa. And if he has to sit behind Ryan Fitzpatrick to get healthy and learn, I think that's a really good situation for him. And again, I think he might have been the most dynamic playmaker in this draft. Yeah, I love Tua. All right. So of this draft hall, which team had the worst draft in this division? Um, I didn't think any team had particularly a bad draft. I, I, out of the four teams, the Bills, the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Patriots, I think the Patriots had the worst draft. A lot of the times, I think Bill Belichick actually bails himself out because he's both the head coach and the GM of the New England Patriots. I think Bill Belichick's the coach bails out Bill Belichick, the GM. I don't think he's a Hall of Fame GM, but I mean, obviously he's a Hall of Fame coach. So I think the Patriots had the worst draft. They didn't have a first-round pick. I like what they did with Kyle Duggar, um, the safety from Lenore Ryan, but uh, I still think they need to address the quarterback position, and I don't know if they're tanking for Trevor Lawrence next year, but yeah. Yeah, that would be a nightmare for the league if they were able to get Trevor, but I think this year is going to be a very big payback uh, year for the Patriots from the league, getting over 20 years of dominance by them. All right, yeah. let's uh, let's switch gears, and let's move over to the NFC East now. We've got the Giants, the Redskins, the Eagles, and the Cowboys. Which team from this division had the best pick of the draft? Okay, I think hands down the best pick of the draft was Chase Young, the defensive end from Ohio State. Chase Young is one of those gold jacket guys in this draft. Every year we see a couple guys in every draft at the very top. In the years past, I can think of Saquon Barkley, who we just know are going to be a boom player. They're going to be a perennial all-pro. And I think the Redskins got in a perennial all-pro with Chase Young. And I think they're doing similar to what the Niners did where they build from their defensive line. And now they have Jonathan Allen. They got they still have Ryan Kerrigan, uh, Deron Payne, and a bunch of and Montez Sweat on their defensive line. Personally, I know it wasn't necessarily a need, but I think the Cowboys getting CeeDee Lamb at 17, the wide receiver out of Oklahoma, he was my favorite player in this draft. I think he has star potential. I think he's going to be the best player that comes out of this draft, potentially, actually. Um, that was my guy. And I, I, now, I know it wasn't a need, but I think that's a great pick for them. Who is your best fit from this division? Fit-wise, I have Xavier McKinney, the safety from Alabama, getting drafted to the New York Giants in the second round. Xavier McKinney was tied as my number one safety in the draft with uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. from Minnesota. I think he's an alpha. He was an alpha at Alabama and under Nick Saban. And the Giants don't really have that alpha on their defense. And that's what they get with um, Xavier McKinney. Who is the sleeper pick from this division? Who is the guy that some team managed to grab that's going to make a big difference on their team? The Redskins got Antonio Gibson in the third round. Gibson is an extremely interesting player. He almost he almost reminds me of Jalen Hurd a little bit, not as tall, but he can play running back and he can play receiver. He's extremely uh, dynamic after the catch and in this or if he's at running back after the run. And he's a playmaker that the Redskins don't really have on offense. I mean, they have uh, Terry McLaurin, but outside of that, they don't really have a lot of playmakers. That's a good. That's a good fit. I, li I like. I like him being on their team. He fell into a good situation. I think. Who is the steal from this division? 
like you said earlier, I think it has to be CeeDee Lamb uh, going to number 17 overall to the Cowboys. CeeDee Lamb, he was my number three re- receiver in the draft, but he's the only receiver in the draft that I think can just completely take over a game, Megatron or Julio Jones style. And I think he's going to be a beast for the Cowboys. You know, he's wearing number 88. And with him, Amari, and Michael Gallup, that's a deadly receiving core. And another guy, you know, is a, more of a fourth, a day three guy, a fourth round pick, Darnay Holmes, one of my favorite players in college football. He was um, outside corner for UCLA last year. And I think he's going to be playing nickel, but I think he was also a steal. Who is your least favorite pick? Uh, I think the Eagles reached on Jalen Rager. He was not even in my top 10 of receivers in the draft. I, I was very critical of him coming into the draft. Um, they had a perfect opportunity to select Justin Jefferson. And I, I just, I think they reached on Jalen Rager a little too early. Who in this division had the best draft overall? Oh, I think it had to be the Dallas Cowboys. They got, first of all, they got CeeDee Lamb in the first round, which I don't know how he fell to number 17 overall. And they got, in the second round, they got Chavon Diggs, an amazing corner who can play both zone and man. He's a little bit better in uh, zone coverage, but playing for Nick Saban in the Alabama defense. He was their number one corner. He used to play receiver, has great ball skills. I think he's going to be perfect um, to replace Byron Jones. Yeah, Trevon Diggs is really interesting because he only played one year of corner, and he was fantastic in my opinion. So is he going to be that one-year wonder type of guy, or is he going to leap in the next in the next set, in the next section of being in the NFL? Do you think he's going to take off potentially? Um, I, I It really depends on how well he takes in the Cowboys system. Uh, I think Trayvon Diggs is a great player, great prospect. He's a great dude overall. Um, I think I think he is the long-term answer for the Cowboys. Perfect. Uh, and then who had the worst draft haul of this division? Um, unfortunately, I th- I think we have to say the Eagles. I thought they reached on Jalen Rager, and they got a guy I love in Jalen Hurts. He was my number three quarterback in the draft. But I feel like they just have other needs. I think they could have gone after another receiver. They could have got a DB in the second round. But I just don't understand the fit in Jalen Hurts. Uh, I liked what Howie Roseman said in that he didn't want to pass on another Russell Wilson. And if that's what he saw in Jalen Hurts, then I'm all for it. But I just don't, didn't see the need. Yeah, I didn't see the need either. But then, to be f- to be fair, I mean, they did win a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. Carson Wentz has had injury issues. Now, they might not be pushing Carson Wentz out the door, but it's a good idea to have a solid backup, you know, because they usually are in a, a position for a playoff, especially with this extra seating and playoff contention. So I'd rather be set up well knowing that instead of having Josh McCown, you have a guy like Jalen Hurts who's played in big games. Yeah, that being said, I heard Doug Peterson say they want to use him like Taysom Hill. I think Jalen Hurts is a complete quarterback. I think he can be the dropback passer. You know, that's not his best area, but he the way he improvises on the field, he's a great quarterback, and I think he's he could be the future of the NFL. I agree. I think he's much better as a quarterback than a gadget type of guy. Definitely. I think he just needs a little bit of a development. And with a developmental coach, I like Doug Peterson, but I would have preferred him to be in a better situation, maybe with a Frank Reich or someone who can help develop his skills uh, more efficiently. Let's uh, switch over to the AFC North now. We're talking about with the Steelers, the Bengals, the Browns, and the Ravens. So, Jarrett, who had the best pick of this draft? Oh, the Bengals definitely had him. Joe Burrow, first overall. He was my number one quarterback who I've ever scouted. Him and Tua, they go back and forth for me. But the way Joe Burrow can completely change a roster, you saw what he did this year for LSU. Joe Burrow com- is going to help 
take Cincinnati to the playoffs. And yeah, I think it had to be the Bengals selecting Joe Burrow first overall. So you you don't think Joe Burrow is a one year wonder type of guy? You think he's the real deal? Oh, not at all. I think I think Joe Burrow is the real deal. You can't throw sixty touchdowns off of luck. That's fair. Who's your best fit? So my best fit in the AFC North was Patrick Queen going to the Ravens in the back end of the first round. Um, Patrick Queen. So I watch a lot of offensive players. Every time I watched a game against LSU, Patrick Queen stood out on tape, and LSU has a ton of great defenders on their team but Patrick Queen is always around the ball and I think going to the Ravens that's a perfect fit the Ravens have a great pedigree of linebackers from Ray Lewis to even CJ Mosley and now they get their their they get their new Ray Lewis with um, Patrick Queen who is the sleeper in this draft hall for this division so it's going back to the Ravens I got Devin Duvernay in the second or in the third round I want to say um though the way he tracks the ball, it reminds me of Tyler Lockett a lot. He's thicker than Tyler Lockett, and he's great after the catch, and he's also got burners. So I think um, Devin Duvernay, the wide receiver from Texas, is a, is a steal for the Ravens. Perfect. Who is your least favorite pick from this draft? My least favorite pick? Um, it has to be Grant Delpit. I I was really worried. I didn't think he played the, at like a Jim Thorpe winner this year. I thought the, the Browns should have drafted Antoine Winfield from Minnesota with their pick they had in the second round, but they went Grant Delpit. Who had the best draft hall of this division? So I was deciding between two teams, the Ravens and the Bengals. The Ravens were able to trade back and get a bunch of guys such as Queen and Duvernay. And the Bengals got cornerstone players with T. Higgins and Joe Burrow, you know, and Logan Wilson in the third round, the linebacker from Wyoming. Um, So I think the Ravens and the Bengals did both a phenomenal job in the draft. Yeah, I think the Ravens really bolstered the roster. I mean, they they really got some guys that can really be helpful and impactful uh, right away. And then the Bengals, I mean, don't sleep on the Bengals. I know their organization hasn't always been run the best, but they got a lot of blue chip players I really like. Obviously, Joe Burrow, T. Higgins. I mean, their offense is going to be on another level this year. I mean, they get, if you get A.J. Greenback healthy, you get T. Higgins. You obviously got Joe Mixon, you know, Tyler Boyd. There's a lot of good pieces in that offense yeah and they also have um john ross the wide receiver one of the fastest receivers in nfl history and they got this sleeper from last year auden tate who's a big target for joe burrow and i think that's awesome all right so you named two best in the division now which one had the worst you know i don't think any team had a bad draft in this division so i'm just gonna say no team had a worst the worst draft that's fair all right now let's switch it over to the nfc north that is the packers the vikings the bears and the lions which team had the best pick? So I think the best pick was Jeff Okuda, the cornerback from Ohio State, or should I say the Ohio State. Um, Jeff Okuda is my number one corner I've ever scouted coming out of college football. I'm extremely high on him. You know, he locks down receivers. He's that number one guy. And I think he actually, I love Darius Slay, but I think he offers more than Darius Slay does uh, this far in his career. Um, so Jeff Okuda, the cornerback from Ohio State, going number three overall to the Detroit Lions was the best pick. Yeah, as a cornerback, you have to have a lot of confidence in yourself because uh, cornerbacks are all based off a of reaction where the receivers are based off of timing. And this guy has no fear in his eyes. When you talk to him, he is confident in his ability. And I like him. as he's gonna, I think he's going to be a star in this league. Who is your best fit in this division? So my best fit, it was, it's also, I think, one of the best picks in the draft is Justin Jefferson going to the Minnesota Vikings. Justin Jefferson, the wide receiver from LSU, was my number one receiver in this draft. The Vikings got him number 23 overall. 
And I just overall think Justin Jefferson's a perfect player to fit and take over for Stephon Diggs's role. I think he's more of a um, a run after catch guy than Diggs was, and he's not as developed of a route runner. But I think he's still an amazing route runner. And I just love Justin Jefferson. This is an amazing fit for Minnesota. Who is your sleeper in this in this draft? Uh, Cole Komet, the tight end from Notre Dame. You know, when I was watching Chase Claypool, who I also love, Cole Komet stood out on tape. Cole Komet is that he's that security blanket guy and. I don't know who's going to be running their offense if it is Nick Foles. Nick Foles needs his Zach Ertz, and that's exactly what Cole Komet is going to be. Yeah, I really like Cole Komet, but again, the Bears have 10 tight ends on the team. Uh, Nick Foles is going, to lock, is going to lock into a guy. It'd be nice as Cole Komet, but I mean, you just don't know. Uh, who is your steal of this draft? You know, I'm going back to Cole Komet on that pick. You know, they got him in the second round. I thought he was going to go. He got some late heat going in the first round. I thought the, Bear, uh, the Packers might even go after him. But um, I, I think Cole Komet's a perfect um, place for Chicago. Which team had the best draft in this division? Oh, the best draft for me had to be the Vikings. You know, getting Justin Jefferson, my number one receiver, and my number three corner in Jeff Gladney at 31 overall. I think the Vikings had an amazing draft. Who had the worst draft? Oh, it had to be the Packers. You know, they got Jordan Love, who is a, you know, he's a, a developmental quarterback. But if I'm the Packers, I have Aaron Rodgers on my team. It's win now. Aaron Rodgers only has, what, three, four years left in him? You know, I, I would go get some pieces around him, get a receiver, get a, you know, a T. Higgins to, to help to complement Devontae Adams. The Packers needed that number two receiver, and they didn't get it in the draft. Do you think they're trying to send Rodgers a message by drafting Love? Do you think they're trying to push him out? I think Matt LaFleur, is, he's a young coach, and I think he's trying to build for the future, and I think he wants something after Aaron Rodgers. So if... Jordan Love is the next Aaron Rodgers, then I'm wrong. But I just felt like they should be in win-now mode. I agree with you. Okay. Now moving over to the AFC South. We've got the Indianapolis Colts, the Tennessee Titans, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Houston Texans. The Texans have obviously made a bunch of questionable moves this offseason with Bill O'Brien trading DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson, etc. Going into this draft, we had the Titans, who made it all the way to the AFC Championship game. And we've had the Colts, who've had a reset after Luck retired, and the Jaguars, who've always been perennial, almost good, almost great. You know, they had their defense. It's kind of falling apart. Which team from this division going into the draft needed the most help? I think the Jacksonville Jaguars needed the most help by far out of any of these teams in the division. You know, Gardner Minshew is their starting quarterback, who I think is a probably a bottom 10 quarterback in this league, starting quarterback in the league. Um you know, they're rebuilding on their defense. They lost, obviously, Jalen Ramsey in the middle of last year. They lost A.J. Boye in the offseason. They traded him to the Broncos. Um, I think the Jaguars are really in rebuild mode right now. They got Caleb on chase on in the first round to go along with C.J. Henderson, who I think are two great pieces for their defense. I think I just still think they're pretty far away from being back to that playoff team that we saw a couple years ago. Okay, of this division, which team had your favorite pick okay so my favorite pick from this division was um the Colts pick I think they did an amazing amazing job um drafting Michael Pittman the wide receiver from USC Michael Pittman was my number five receiver in the draft I had a first round grade on him and they got him in the top of the second round um T.Y. Hilton needs that guy on the other side of him they got Paris Campbell last year who's been injured and I I think Michael Pittman is that receiver they needed because Paris Campbell and T.Y. Hilton 
um, are both for the most part speed guys. I think T. Y. Hilton's a little more than just a speed guy, but they don't have that guy who can go up and grab it, and that's exactly what Michael Pittman offers. So Michael Pittman, the wide receiver from USC, with the thirty fourth overall pick, I think the Colts got a steal there. Yeah, I agree. I love the Colts front office. Chris Ballard, I think, is a top five GM in the league. I know I'm biased. I'm a Colts fan, but seriously, I mean, I I think that the offense needed more weapons and more production, especially you got Philip Rivers coming in. He likes those big bodied receivers. You know, we got the Mike Williams, the Keenan Allens. Now he's got Michael Pittman. I'm really excited to see how their connection goes because Michael Pittman in college, other than Sam Darnold, never really had a great quarterback. Now he gets to work with one of the greatest quarterbacks potentially of all time in Philip Rivers. So I personally love what the Colts did. Who is the best fit from this draft? So my best fit in the draft, I think Jonathan Taylor, another pick that the Colts made was a great fit. They needed a guy to, that has that can complement Marlon Mack. All the best teams have two great running backs. We look at the 49ers where they have Raheem Mostert. They had Matt Breida, not anymore. And they had Tevin Coleman and even Jeff Wilson. Um, and now the Colts are getting Jonathan Taylor to par- pair with Marlon Mack. Um, Marlon Mack by no means can only run outside zone, but now they have someone who can be a bruiser with Jonathan Taylor. But they have two guys who are extremely fast and have great vision. I think I think that was a perfect fit. I agree. I really like this one-two punch the Colts are doing now. I think back to a few years ago with Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram. That was a really fun dynamic duo where Definitely. Kamara was more of a stretch guy, could catch a little bit more. Instead of Mack is in the, the, the greatest pass catcher, but they have Naeem Hines for that role. And I just, I love the way that this Colts team wants to bully people. Their offensive line is meant to bully people. You got Quentin Nelson, who is a machine and a monster up front. And Jonathan Taylor is that ground and pound back that goes between the tackles and just does the dirty work. So I really like, I really like this fit for this team. Yeah. And Jack Doyle, not to mention is a great blocking tight end. So they have a team, they can be a team similar to the Ravens, not as uh, dynamic, obviously, because they don't have Lamar Jackson, but they have a team that can pound you and run the ball. And that's kind of the opposite of the way that the the NFL is going with more of a pass heavy offense, but the Ravens are going or the Colts are going against that. Yeah. The Colts are playing volleyball. I mean, not to mention they have the number one, and number three ranked tight ends on their team now in terms of blocking, which is Trey Burton when he was with the Eagles and Jack Doyle as the Colts. So I, I really, I'm really, it's really nice to see this kind of change of pace from the the quick aerial attack to this ground and pound bully ball that the Colts are playing. Which team grabbed the best sleeper of this of this draft hall? So I think the team that was in the AFC championship game last year with D- the Tennessee Titans grabbing Darrington Evans, the running back from Appalachian State in, I believe, the third round. Uh, Darrington Evans was my number five running back in the draft and he's amazing with that outside zone system and he's more of a he's a speed guy you know he I think he ran a 4-3-9-40 um, and he's a perfect compliment to De- uh, Derrick Henry because we know I know Derrick Henry is a different breed of a running back but not every running back can take all those hits for how ma- however many years and now they have Darrington Evans to um, to compliment him perfectly and they got and um, they have Taylor Luan my boy the left tackle from the Titans who I was on Instagram live stream with, which is cool. Yeah. I like what the, I like the direction the Titans are going in. Um, who had a steal? Which team? Um, I think the Titans also got a steal in the second round. They got Christian Fulton, who in my mock draft, I had them taking in the first round and they got him in the latter part of the second round. Christian Fulton is a cornerback from LSU. Um, and he reminds me a lot of Malcolm Butler, who's been injured, but is still on the Titans. And I think he's can, so now the Titans have three cornerbacks with big names. They have Malcolm Butler, Christian Fulton, and Adoree Jackson. And I think that's interesting because um, 
if you want to stop the Chiefs, you got to have great corners and great um, DBs. Yeah, we saw that problem in the AFC Championship game where Patrick Mahomes kind of went a little nuts after you know falling by ten. Uh, yeah, you have to be able to stop the pass, especially with the upper teams in that in in the in the conference. You think of the Chiefs, even the Ravens. I know they're run heavy, but they can pass all over the yard if they want to. And you've got up and coming Chiefs like I think the Colts will be. Uh, what was your least favorite pick from this draft? So I think not not to just hammer on the Titans, but I don't think they needed to pick Cole McDonald, the quarterback from Hawaii. His throwing formation, his throwing form is just terrible, and I. I just didn't see the need. I know they got rid of Marcus Mariota, but they could have gotten a guy, even a Cam Newton. There, there's a ton of free agent quarterbacks available. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton now that they could have gone after. So I, I just didn't see the fit there. I, I really loved every team in this division in their draft hall. Even Houston, who I know Bill, uh, Bill O'Brien has had some you know controversy, but I, I did like where they got. Who did you think was the best? Oh, I think the Colts got the best. They got two... Um, franchise players with Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor and I don't know if they're going through a little bit of a rebuild but if they draft a quarterback early next year if it's a Trey Lance or a Justin Fields or I've somehow they get Trevor Lawrence they're in a place where they can go right away and get him he'll be comfortable they have an amazing offensive line and now he has what they have weapons so I don't think Phil Rivers is by any means a franchise quarterback anymore we saw what he did last year but I think for next year, they have guys who they can build around. Yeah, it's really interesting because like the Colts didn't have an, a ton of pressing needs, I would say, but they have a really solid roster, and I like the pieces they put in front of them. So whether it's you know Phil Rivers, Jacob Eason, whoever they end up drafting in the future, I'm very excited for that. Um, I want to talk a little bit. I want to see who your worst pick was, but I, I want to give the Jaguars some love because I think they had a really good draft. Who? What would you? What do you think about the Jaguars draft? Yeah, I think their draft was interesting. Um, I think C.J. Henderson and Caleb Von Chason are great players. And I think they're doing what they did to get to the AFC Championship game a few years ago, where they're building through the, the defense. I don't think by any means they have a, like a star offensive player. I heard they're trying to shop Leonard Fournette. And um, they're, getting re- they're, they're getting ready to start new on their offense. But they're building through their defense, trying to get back to, I believe, 2017, where they were against the Patriots in the AFC Championship. And they're building through the defense with Caleb Von Chase on. And on the other side, they have Josh Allen, who they drafted last year, and CJ Henderson in the back. I think the Jaguars are a perfect example of an amazing roster that's been ruined by toxicity. I think there's a lot of drama that went on that team. They had a lot of star playmakers. We obviously don't know what's going to go on with Yannick Ngakwe, but I think he's a phenomenal player. I think Chase on is a great replacement for him if they end up deciding to move from him, even though it's been he's been very obvious that and clear that he wants to be he wants to move on from the team, but the team hasn't released him as of yet or traded him because they can't find any partners um this team is very exciting because i think they have a lot of potential i actually do like gardner Minshew. i think he's a good playmaker and i think he needs to develop but i think i wouldn't say he's a bottom 10 quarterback in the league um they have a lot of potential they have to change a few things i think organizational wise to kind of remove that toxicity from the team but i didn't I, i actually did really like the jaguars draft hall um which team had the worst draft i assume it's the one that we have not talked about yet yeah, I, I wasn't a huge fan of what the Houston Texans did first. I think they gave up a little too much for Laramie Tunsil. They traded DeAndre Hopkins, in my opinion, top two receiver in the NFL, maybe outside of um, Michael Thomas. He might be the best. But, um, you know, they went Ross Blacklock, who's a, who's a good player in the second round. But they need that receiver. I know they got Brandon Cooks, but they I don't think Brandon Cooks is that number one guy. And 
I don't know if there was a number one guy left on the board there with their second round pick, but if they took a chance on Denzel Mims, you know, he's a boomer bust player. He could be DK Metcalf if if you groom him correctly. So I, I just don't like, you know, I'm very against Bill O'Brien as a GM and even as a head coach, but I just don't like what the Texans did. Yeah, I didn't hate their draft. I do agree they should have addressed receiver. I love Denzel Mims, and I was I was very worried they were going to take him. There is some other good options left on the board. I just, you know, this franchise is very perplexing. I don't necessarily like the direction they're going in. I mean, J.J. Watt's getting older. They're leaving Deshaun Watson as dry. Hopefully they pay him because he, God knows he deserves it. But, you know, you just don't know. Bill Bryan's a bit of a wild card in this type of division when you have such solid gems like Chris Ballard, you know, who are running the ship for Indy. And then I obviously love what the Titans are doing and I even like what the Jags are doing. So we'll have to see. I hope that they get Deshaun some more protection in the future. I don't want to see a luck situation with him. Let's move over now to the NFC South. We've got the Saints, the Falcons, the Panthers, and, and the Falcons. And the Buccaneers. Yeah. So the Bucks have been in the have been in the news a lot lately because of the Brady and the Gronk signings. But which team got the best pick? I think the the Panthers got the best pick with Derek Brown. He's a disruptor. And when I look for defensive tackles, especially in the draft, you gotta look for guys who can disrupt the defense, especially in the middle of the field. And that's exactly what Derek Brown does. So I think Derek Brown is that it is another one of those gold jacket guys who can ex, ex, like absolutely take over a game. Yeah, I like Derek Brown, but personally, I wouldn't have passed on Isaiah Simmons. Luke Kuechly just retired, and you need that guy to kind of replace him as the leader of your defense. I'm not the biggest fan of drafting defensive tackles in the top 10. I believe that they are plug-and-play guys almost. I mean, you'd have to find you'd have to find something you really love. So if they believe Derek Brown is a Darren Donald, then obviously go for him. But I would have preferred that more versatile player in Isaiah Simmons. Which team got the best fit among this draft? So I think the Buccaneers drafting Tristan Wirfs is perfect. Tristan Wirfs is my number three tackle. They got him as the fourth tackle. Um, they need to protect Tom Brady. Tom Brady is, what, 43 now? And they didn't really have great protection for Jameis Winston last year. Now with Tristan Wirfs, they have a guy who can protect Tom Brady's blindside for the rest of his career. Yeah, I really like that big. Tristan Wirfs was my number one guy, so I, I thought that was a steal for the Bucs. I love what they did in this draft. Which team got a sleeper? Um, I think the Buccaneers drafting Antoine Winfield Jr. in the second round was from the safety from Minnesota was a steal. He was tied with Xavier McKinney as my number one safety in the draft. And they got him, I believe, either the third or fourth safety on the board or off the board. You know, he's extremely instinctual. And it looks like he's been reading a defense and watching films since he was a baby. So Antoine Winfield Jr. going to the Buccaneers in the second round was a steal. Which team had your least favorite pick? Um, I think it would have to be the Falcons. I thought they reached on A.J. Terrell. I thought Jeff Gladney was a better corner. Maybe not for what they wanted to do. But I, the Falcons have so many holes on their team. I just don't understand why they went after the Clemson cornerback. Yeah, I want to give them a little bit of backup, though, because, look, if they have a guy, go get your guy. I wasn't a big fan of what they did, but I do understand if you believe someone, you know, there's guys in the top of the first round, second round, third round. Anyone can be a star, and if you if you believe in your guy again, then go get him. And, I, you know, I, give, I, I credit the Falcons for that. I believe they had more pressing needs, but, yeah, they – they went for it, and I, you know what? If he turns out to be great now, the Falcons are a genius, you know? Which team had the best draft in this division? So I think the Panthers, 
you know, we saw their they wanted to rebuild their defense, and that's what they did. All seven of their picks were defensive players, and that's the first time in NFL history where uh, teams only drafted defensive players. Um, they got Yatora Gross Matos in the second round, who I thought was the first-round player. Matos! And they got Derek Brown in the first round. You know, overall, we see what the, Matt Rule wants to do. He wants to build his defense, and defense wins championships. And that being said, they have Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and the Falcons in their division who have great offenses. Yeah, and I, I like the Panthers, too. I like the idea of them building up their defense. Again, I wish they would have replaced Luke Keekley a little bit. I think that was obviously the leader of their defense. But I like their offense. I obviously I love Christian McCaffrey. I think he's phenomenal. He's been my guy since coming out of Stanford. And I like Teddy Bridgewater. I think he's still a little bit of a game manager, but we'll kind of have to see. We kind of saw the best of Teddy in New Orleans. We kind of saw the the floor for Teddy in Minnesota, and that wasn't bad, you know. But again, when you have to compete with high-powered offenses like we know the Saints are, we assume the the the, uh, the Bucks will be, and we know the Falcons what they can do, especially after signing Todd Gurley, and they also have Julio Jones. You know, you have you're gonna have to compete with some teams. There's gonna be a lot of battles in this division. Which team had the worst draft? Um, I think it was the Falcons. The Falcons have so many holes. I don't think they got one of those premier players that they need. They, they overall need. They have so many holes, and I just don't like what Thomas Dimitrov did, who I think is a great GM. I just don't like what he did. That's totally fair. Let's move it over to the West. AFC West, Chiefs, Super Bowl champions, Los Angeles Chargers, Las Vegas Raiders, and the Denver Broncos. Which team got the best pick in this draft? The Chargers got Kenneth Murray, the linebacker from Oklahoma. In great the- fit. Great fit for them. Yeah, in the um, back end of the first round. They traded up to get him, and I just love Kenneth. He's a great dude, he, and he's going to be that alpha dog on their defense. They lost Thomas Davis, and they have a ton of dogs on their on their secondary, and now they get a guy who can be on the or Now they get a linebacker who is going to be their leader on their defense, and I think Kenneth Murray is an amazing player and amazing fit with the Chargers. What about the best fit? So I think it had, has to be Clyde Edwards-Hilaire going to the Kansas City Chiefs. Andy Reid said he needed his Brian Westbrook, and that is exactly what Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is. You know, the Chiefs couldn't draft uh, Jonathan Taylor because they or uh, DeAndre Swift. They need that great receiving back, and that's exactly what Clyde Edwards-Hilaire brings to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs' offense. Got to be versatile if you're going to play in the Chiefs' offense. Definitely. I mean, they got a lot of moving pieces on that team, and that team is going to be deadly. Jesus. All right. Which team got a sleeper? You know, I love when GMs work around their quarterback, and that's exactly what um, John Elway is doing with Drew Locke. He got his guy, Albert O. I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name because it's so long. But for, he's the, he was his tight end at Missouri. He was his big target. He's like six foot five. He's insanely athletic. And if that's who Drew Locke wanted, you got to fill that need there. Yeah, it's a theme in the division. I mean... Andy Reid literally asked Patrick who he wants. He said Clyde, and so we got him Clyde. I really like what the Broncos are doing, too. Drew Rocks has got a whole slew of, of weapons now. Uh, I'm assuming the next one's going to be your steal. We got, they got Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler. I mean, Corey, I mean, he's got a lot of weapons now. Cortland Sutton? Yeah, um, so my steal was actually Lynn Bowden Jr., the athlete from Kentucky going to the Raiders. You know, John Gruden... People call him an offensive mastermind, and if he gets Lynn Bowden, he can be the next Taysom Hill. Right now, they're having him play running back. He's wearing number 33, but I think he can be that receiver type of player 
who could be that wildcat quarterback. You know, Lynn Bowden's just an amazing player, one of my favorite players in the draft, and they got him um, in the third round. It's a good pick. I like that. I, I, I still go with Jerry Judy. I know it wasn't necessarily a steal, but I, I didn't think he would be there by the time the Broncos were picking. I thought he would have gone way sooner, even to the to the Raiders or the Jets, maybe. But I, I think Drew Locke has got a bunch of new weapons. I think he compliments uh, Cortland Sutton so well. And then they've got that Melvin Gordon ground-and-pound guy in the backfield. I mean, along with Philip Lindsay, there's a lot of, to like on this team, including Noah Fant. So I'm very excited for the Broncos. Which team had your least favorite pick? You know, it's not that I hate Justin Herbert. I just don't think he's the guy of the future for the Chargers. I think the Chargers could have waited a year, um, used Tyrod, and they have an amazing roster. Might as well get an amazing quarterback. You know, we heard what Tom, um, blanking on his last name, said, their GM, Tom Telesco, said about um, Tyrod Taylor. He raves about him. And I think they could have waited another year to get a Justin Fields, a Trey Lance, or a Trevor Lawrence in the draft. And their roster is amazing. I just don't see why they rushed to get Justin Herbert. I like the talent on Herbert. I really like his big arm. I like his athleticism. I think he needs to work a little bit on throwing a ball with touch. He's, he's got that rocket arm. And look, if they want to have him sit behind Tyrod and develop him, I do like that. Because I, I, I do think Justin Herbert has a lot of potential. Um, but I don't know if they're going to go that route. I, I could see him winning the job and starting by week one. I think it'd be good for him to honestly sit a year behind Tyrod Taylor. Which team had the worst draft in this division? You know, I don't think any team had a bad draft in this division. I think the Raiders, the Broncos, the Chargers, and the Chiefs all had great drafts, so I, I wouldn't give a bad grade to any of these drafts. What about the best draft? Oh, I think the Broncos, surrounding Drew Locke with weapons, like you said earlier, Jerry Judy, the wide receiver from Alabama, KJ Hamler, the wide receiver slash athlete from Penn State um, in the second round. I think they're giving they're giving Drew Locke that opportunity, and I know we saw a limited sample size, but you can't say that you didn't like what Drew Locke showed you. His arm is amazing. He's he he's he has a swagger to him similar to Patrick Mahomes, and and your teammates respond to that. And I think John Elway did an amazing job this draft. Yeah, I absolutely love what the Broncos did, and I love Drew Locke. That dude, he's got some swagger, man. I I just love everything. He has a lot of confidence, and I love his arm talent. Dude brings a lot to the table. Let's move over to your division, man. NFC West, baby. So we got the San Francisco 49ers, the Seattle Seahawks, the Los Angeles Rams, and the Arizona Cardinals. This is an exciting division, maybe the toughest in the NFL. Go over. Which one had your best pick? You know, there's a lot of great picks in this division, but I can't say no to Isaiah Simmons going to the Cardinals. Isaiah Simmons is one of my favorite players in the draft. You know, he's so versatile. He can play linebacker, safety, corner if he wanted to. And I just hope the, the Cardinals don't use him as a pure linebacker. You can He's a hybrid player. He can be used all around the defense. And that's what the Cardinals should use him. He has Todd Bowles as his defensive coordinator. You know, this, or I actually don't know about that. But this is what the, the NFL is going towards. They need someone who can stop a George Kittle. They need someone who can contain a Russell Wilson. And Isaiah Simmons gives them that. I think they should have gone offensive line because Kyler Murray has no protection. But it's really hard to pass up on an Isaiah Simmons. I agree. I was I was waiting for this pick. I love Isaiah Simmons. He's my guy. And I agree. I think the Cardinals should have gotten some offensive line. I mean, you have to protect your franchise. But this was, again, in my in my mind, a blue chip player that you know from day one is going to go in there and make an impact. Who is your best fit? So my best fit, who could have also been my best pick, you know, 
it has to be Brandon Ayuk going to the 49ers. The 49ers lost Emmanuel Sanders this offseason, and they need a guy who can take over his role. That's exactly what Ayuk gives him. He gives Kyle Shanahan, who's one of the uh, mastermind when it comes to coaching up receivers. Who they and they also have Wes Welker as a receiver coach. Brandon Ayuk, his wingspan is incredible, one sh- um, shorter than Calvin Johnson, who's six foot five. But what really separates Brandon Ayuk to me is what he can do after the catch. He is like Debo Samuel. I compared him in the pre-draft process to Cooper Cup, who is an amazing player and I think would fit also perfectly in Kyle Shanahan's system. But I love what Brandon Ayuk gives the 49ers, and he can be a number one receiver or he can complement Debo Samuel. I agree. I really like that pick. Which team got a sleeper? So my sleeper pick was Van Jefferson, the wide receiver from Florida, going to the Los Angeles Rams in the second round. A lot of um, people had a third-round grade on him. I thought he was a second-round player. He's extremely smooth. He reminds me a little bit of Odell when it just comes to that natural, like, slick uh, route running. His releases are amazing. I think Van Jefferson is a perfect fit for the Rams. Yeah, if I had a word to, to describe Van Jefferson, I think it would be fluid. He's very fluid in his route running, his motions. No doubt. And it's it's slick. It's slippery. I, I enjoy that. I think it's very. I think he's going to be a great addition to that Rams um, offense. Which team got a steal? So the Cardinals getting Josh Jones in the third round was a steal. I had a first-round grade on Josh Jones, um, the offensive tackle from Houston. The Cardinals need to protect Kyler Murray. You know, I would have liked to see them go after a Mekhi Becton or a Tristan Wirfs in the first round, but Isaiah Simmons is too good to pass up on. So um, I think getting Josh Jones, the offensive tackle from Houston, in the third round was a steal. Personally, I think Cam Akers was a steal. The Rams needed to fill the hole of, Cog- of Todd Gurley. I think Cam Akers is a great addition. He's able to run that outside zone. He's able to catch the ball out of the backfield. I really, really enjoy watching him run. And I think he's going to be a great replacement. He's, I don't think he's going to be Todd Gurley, but not a lot of people are. I think he will be able to do enough to add some balance to that offense and allow Jared Goff to breathe and make smarter decisions with the play action, which they love to do under Sean McVay. So I, I think that was a great pick. Which team had your least favorite pick? Um, I don't love what John Schneider does in the draft. I never do. Last year, he got LJ Collier, the defensive lineman from TCU in the first round. And this year, I thought he reached on Jordan Brooks, the linebacker from Texas Tech. I, I didn't have a first round grade on Brooks. I had a more of a mid to late second round grade on him. And I just didn't, don't see the value here from John Schneider drafting Jordan Brooks. That's fair. But I, I personally... I'm going to trust John Snyder. I think he's made some underrated picks like Russell Wilson. He obviously built the Legion of Boom. I, I think he knows what he's doing. So if he, if he liked this guy and he went out and got him, I, I, I would not be one to bet against him. He's had a lot of success previously. Which team had the best draft in this division? For me, I, I'm, not, I don't, I'm, not saying, I'm saying this without bias, but I think the 49ers get, had the best draft to be able to get Javon Kinlaw to replace DeForest Buckner. And... DeForest Buckner is that a big presence in the middle of their defense or the middle of their defensive line. And they get Javon Kinlaw, who's just one inch shorter than Buckner, um, to get Brandon Ayuk, who I talked about earlier. And then, in my opinion, the steal of the draft, they got Trent Williams for a future third round pick and a, a 2020 fifth round pick. You know, Trent Williams, like two years ago, we were saying was the best left tackle in the NFL. Now they got him for almost nothing. I think that's a steal. And you know, they got three. They, the 49ers don't have a lot of holes on their team. And to be able to get three great players is amazing. Personally, this one was a toss up for me between the Cardinals and the Rams. I thought the Rams filling that Todd Gurley spot, getting Van Jefferson, who I love, was a great pick. 
right? I, I think I'd probably pick the Cardinals. The Cardinals got two big needs. Um, they obviously got uh Jones. They got they got Murray a tackle, some more protection, and then they got my guy. You know, Isaiah Simmons at linebacker. I thought he was potentially the maybe the best defensive pick other than Chase Young on this. You know, I love Jeff Okuda, but I, I love what the Cardinals did. Which team had the worst draft? Uh, I think it's the Seahawks. I, I'm not a big fan on how. Um, John Schneider drafts, as I said earlier. I think DK Metcalf was a great pick last year, but other than that, you know, I just I don't think they did a great job here. Completely fair. Um, okay, so we've gone over every division in the entire league. Which team had the best draft? I, I think the Ravens had the best draft. You know, they they don't have a lot of needs. They were one of the best teams in the NFL last year, and to be able to get Patrick Queen, who is going to fill that hole that C.J. Mosley left two years ago to be able to get uh, Devin DuVernay, and not to mention J.K. Dobbins, my number one running back in the draft from Ohio State, to be able to get pair him with Mark Ingram, that, that's deadly. That's lethal. And what the Ravens are building, now they have a guy who can play receiver with Devin DuVernay they, to pair along with Marquise Brown, who they drafted in the first round last year. They have Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, and Lamar Jackson, and an amazing offensive line that's i think they just crushed this draft and I'll, also sorry not to cut you off but i think they i think the vikings did a great job too i would give my top three probably to the cowboys the Bengals, and the colts those are i think those teams really stepped it up this 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 draft and i'm i'm very excited to see where they go which team had the worst draft in this this, this year yeah. i think i i don't like what the packers did it seems like the Packers are almost building for the future. They already had a great running back duo with um, Aaron Jones and uh, Jamal Williams. I don't think they needed to add A.J. Dillon. I, I like A.J. Dillon a lot. I actually had a second-round grade on him, but I don't think they needed that position. They need to get another receiver. They needed more tight ends. They lost Jimmy Graham this year. The, the Packers don't look like they're building for the future. So, yeah, I, don't think, the, I think the Packers did a terrible job this year. The Packers really confused me. I think there's some drama building up there. Obviously, we have to see how Aaron reacts. You know, he's played it kind of cool so far, but I think this does bother him, the Jordan Love pick especially. Yeah, that was a really confusing head-scratcher. It seems like they're trying to push Aaron Rodgers out of there. But okay, we've gone division by division. Each conference, we've labeled all of our picks. We'll obviously have to see how this plays out in the future. Uh, whenever off-season programs do resume, they're obviously doing their, their Zoom classes and calls right now. But we'll have to see when they actually get on the field again. Hopefully, the season does play out like normal, but and we're hoping for that. But, uh, Jared, thanks for your analysis. Thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you go to my website, www.betweenthetacklesfootball.com, and follow me on Instagram at betweenthetackles and on Twitter at btwnthetackles. I hope you guys all have a great day, and Jeremy out. <laughs>